What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. And this is no episode. This is the After Dark. New episode. No one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. Welcome, everybody, to the After Dark After Hours with your boy, Devontae. Episode 13 of the After Dark After Hours. T.O.B. After Dark, episode 13. God damn. We are here again. And of course, you already know I have somebody um, across the way from me. You already know. Now, you know, last week, you know, we went solo dolo. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's all good because we go solo dolo most of the time. You know what I'm saying? But after dark, we always try to bring some good friends to the show. You know what I'm saying? Just on some random, you know what I'm saying? Just talk to shit type shit. And you know, I got my sister, boss lady in the building right now. Literally been out here in Grand Rapids. Let me just say something. You know, she comes to the show every time, and we just be talking shit. But on some real shit, she has been um, doing her thug thizzle out here in Grand Rapids. Um, CEO and founder of Revive. I, I No explanation, no introduction needed, for real. <laughs> uh, my sister, my homegirl, my my heart, like a piece of it. Like, literally one of my pieces of my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, my little, literally, my little bit. And uh, La Chantel Carson Pops is on the show. What's going on, hello, family? Hello, hello, what up, family? What up, listeners? What's the deals? What's the deals? How's everything going? First of all, my first day of class <sighs> was today. Let's talk about that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Let's talk about it. Class with my eyes literally big the whole time. Yo. Like so, I ran into Chantel. Right, we ran into each other at the bookstore. <laughs> in the bookstore. <laughs> Because everybody has been stressing about this first day of class, especially in Grand Valley, because Grand Valley just had about been like six thousand, six thousand freshmen. I think freshmen and returning students just came, like, or transfer students. I'm sorry, transfers like six thousand. Like it goes up every fucking year. I just said I was like, it seemed like the campus bro, is overpopulated, right? Bro, we're, <laughs> literally. You know, it's it, it's to a point where like I I was working a day and I worked eight to five a day, and every time I seen a bus come, it had at least a line. <laughs> a line. I guess what the Laker lines are for. No, <laughs> <laughs> what the Laker lines are for. I mean, it had a huge line every time the first first day monday august 26th you know that was the first day of class for most colleges around the midwest up you know up north you know down south they start school a little bit earlier but most of the uh, colleges up north started on august 26th uh grand valley specifically and uh we um that first day of school like literally i left work at five Mm -hmm. I didn't get home till six because one, it was raining and I wasn't walking in the rain. Two, the traffic was horrible. And I mean horrible. Like the summer, y'all knew I used to complain about the bus drivers and shout out to some of the bus drivers that's actually doing their job. But some of y'all are dumb. The bus was late today. No, <laughs> like on some real shit. Like real. it has to there has to be a mode of communication and accommodation. Like for the students mm-hmm. between the Rapid and Grand Valley, because you have to know that you have six thousand plus students, plus twenty something other thousand or eight fifteen to twenty thousand other students coming back, mm-hmm. right? And let's say for the faint of heart, maybe like thirty percent of them got parking passes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's probably mm, it was thirty percent of twenty something thousand, maybe like four. 4,000, 5,000 kids. We still got like 20,000 kids here. Mm-hmm. That's taking the, that's using public transportation. Then wait, no, <laughs> I see nobody has taught the freshmen nothing <laughs> because they on the bus sitting there using their car to scan the oh, little, no. oh, no. I saw that today. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I swear I saw somebody do that today. I'm like, <laughs> bro, this I, is so cute. <laughs> This is so cute. I took me back. yeah never did that. Never took me back. Never took me back. It was like whoa. I was we scared. never did that. 
ever in life. A, I was uh, getting on the bus and I heard like conversation between a group of uh, freshmen. You know how you a freshman, you in panic mm-hmm. and stuff like oh. that. This was actually before classes started or whatever. And I hear these group of five girls talking on the bus and they trying to time how long it takes to get from <laughs> Allendale to downtown. Girl, like I got. It's going to be all right. Listen, and I'm going to tell you, (laughs) if you're listening, it's going to be okay. But see, and that's how I felt too, when they was just trying to scan the cars and Listen, it's, it was so many, we got so many calls, like, oh my God, I'm going to be late for class. And I was like, listen, it's the first week. Relax your anxiety. Calm down. Breathe a little bit. How about it's the instructors and the students? I work for the IT department, Blackboard support over here. Okay? Yeah. Y'all, y'all got you know some troubles with Blackboard. I'm here to call. <laughs> Larry. But serious. And they like, I can't log into my Blackboard, oh, my internet, and all this other stuff. Listen. Why can't I see my courses? Why can't nobody log into their Blackboard? Is something it? going on with the with people accounts? I guess uh, so. Like I don't. Well, you know, Grand Valley. Know listen, Grand Valley cybersecurity has been mm-hmm. off lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I remember, heli emails coming through. Um, remember, I got scammed like through the email. Mm-hmm. You know, just. Off their job board, and um, it's just something wrong with the cybersecurity, not just with Grand Valley, but with a lot of institutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think y'all Wi-Fi needs to be a little bit, <laughs> no, for real, uh, a little <laughs> bit secure. First off, um, just in just in fact, uh, when you have students coming to your school, uh, that information, knowing that it's probably being shared all around the world, mm-hmm. at least have some type of fucking protection for people you know what i'm saying and the fact that people can't log into the i'm like i ain't never had a problem logging to my blackboard what is going on right. with y'all i i don't know i said in the stop calling blackboard support, <laughs> that's help desk you hear me people call the help desk the help desk 616-331-2101 not 616-331-8526 that's blackboard support <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know I've been working there too long. You know the she just gave y'all the whole digit. So anybody that's listening from Grand Valley, if you're a freshman, um, listen and heed our words. The first week is going to be okay. You've gotten through it. This. this episode actually comes out on Thursday, so once you hear this, you will have gotten through four days. <laughs> you understand? Actually, three days because we come out on midnight on Thursday, so you would have gotten three days out the way. You understand what I'm saying? And trust me, y'all about to go home anyway for Labor Day. Period. That's where y'all about to go. I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? We about to have a nice little three-day weekend, and y'all about to just chill and relax and do y'all thug thizzle. So don't stress. Don't worry. I know a lot of y'all are going into some of these professors' you know, classrooms, and they probably crazy as hell. You know what I'm saying? They probably looking at you like, why are you late? And then everybody walking in like, it was the bus. Everybody get fifteen percent off. Whoa! Hey, y'all, probably, y'all going through syllabus week, okay? Oh I, yeah. When I'm going through personally, Listen. it's syllabus week, and I already got an assignment Listen. due on Sunday at eleven fifty nine. Hashtag grad school life. Grad school life. <laughs> I'm like, dang, you ain't playing no games. I literally like, have. Well, see, my schedule is like I thought I had class on Monday, mm-hmm. but my um my director of my pro my program who is it who was my professor for both my classes this year, he was like, nah, bro, we ain't got no classes. You just get, We just got to meet individually like every every few well, weeks. It's your last year. So. Yeah, so this is my last year. So it's like, I thought I had a sit-down yeah. class, but I was like, hey, no sit-down class. But at the same time, like like I said in the last episode, I have been, it's been super busy a couple, these last, this like last week and then this, these couple days just like with Campus Life Night and, um, you know, just BGSA and getting that together and you know everybody that's been president of an organization or a student organization I I I give you empathy 
Like I give you so much empathy. <laughs> I give you so much empathy. And I'm only in like my like technically my second week of being <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And listen, I'm not saying it's like, oh, I'm gonna quit because I'm never. But it's like, man, this shit is this shit is tough. Especially with me having everything I have going on over face. here. Is it right? You know what I'm saying? And I, I have to give so much love uh to my VP Autumn. Who is like the behind the scenes woman who just works hey who works everything out and I'm just like she gets the connect, she gets the money, she gets the grants. I'm like, uh, yep. That's why I said and I said, Queens, listen, a black man should always have a black strong woman by his side, whether it's friendship, whether it's like, you know, presidentship or shit like that. Like, yeah, y'all gonna y'all not gonna see eye to eye with some stuff, but it's like when y'all come to that common ground and y'all figure it out, man, it's it's something beautiful. Mm-hmm. So um I hope everybody's first week is going great. It's going great, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get through it. You know, but uh we have some we got some things to uh to discuss. We got some things to hash out because um as y'all heard in the last episode, we were talking about um suicide <clears throat> and um, as y'all know, I was very disheartened by the story of this young black man committing suicide on himself. Well, committing suicide. Can't say on himself. He just, yeah, he committed suicide. And because of bullying, due to the fact that he was in love, dating, happy with a transgender woman. And the fact that the bullying was not only in face, right, but it was also cyber, mm-hmm. right? We don't really think about those, and that's what I kind of talked about this week. And why I have Chantel on the show is, if y'all know, if y'all have listened, I've had Chantel on the show multiple times. She's talked about suicide awareness, prevention, and all of it. Like, we've had conversations on the show about it, so the perfect person to to have this convo with is the person whose whole mission is to to basically stop this shit. Not even stop it, but but bring awareness to the fact. Like, this right here, I wanted to bring this to the forefront, and and literally Chantel popped up in my mind, because when I heard this story, I said, first of all, hold up. This is is ridiculous. All this year, I've been hearing our black and like specifically black transgender men and females either dying or committing suicide mm-hmm. and it's been at a high ass rate mm-hmm. now i'm not saying that this hasn't been going on mm-hmm. but nobody is talking about it because mm. we like to pick and choose mm. what we like to talk about right and which we should bring awareness to and i'm gonna touch on that you feel so i'm like okay nobody's talking about this right we're posting like some podcast media outlets are talking about it, like myself, but we're not, the masses aren't talking about it, mm-hmm. right? So when I seen this one and people were still going in after his death, I said, hold up. How can most of y'all, to all of y'all, sit here and go at this man for loving who he wants to love and y'all can sit here and call yourselves not racist or prejudiced. Are we not, are you not just, are you not doing what you're doing to him that you've been done to the white man? Mm-hmm. So this hate of, this practice of hate because he's loving on a on a man that turned to a woman. Ideally, that's what happened. Okay. Why do you give a fuck? That was the premise of my episode. Why do you give two fucks? Why does it matter to you? Mm-hmm. Why do you care? Why do we care as straight men and women that a whole man over here wants to date a transgender woman or wants to date a whole nother man or a woman wants to date a transgender male or a woman wants to date a woman? Why? 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 Mm-hmm. Why? Why are we fucking care? And then the biggest thing is Taking your life. Yeah. That's a precious life. We we didn't appreciate that. Yeah. We didn't appreciate that life. We didn't appreciate this whole obviously they still talking about it after and, and the cra- and that's being insensitive to the fact that this man succeeded yes. 
at suicide. Yes. Yes. It's 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 sick. I don't like it. Um, and I want Chantel to just talk to it for a minute. Uh, first of all, Chantel, let them let the people at the home if they don't know already, because we do have new listeners. We get new listeners at least like every week. Mm -hmm. So let the people at home know who you are, what you do, and uh, gas yourself real quick. Okay. So (coughs) my name is La Chantel Corson Pops. (laughs) I am the founder um, and president of Revive Mental Health Incorporated. Yes, we're incorporated now. We've been working. Okay. Period. Um, So basically the purpose of Revive is to educate and advocate about topics that are um, often uncomfortable to discuss. Um, I forgot to mention that we're a mental health organization. Um, so we talk about different things um, like suicide, like mental illnesses, like different things that are that affect you mentally. Um, and we do this through events, service, um, service opportunities, um, um, group meetings, whatever, um, in that way. Uh, we just started a youth program um, it was placed on my heart to um, start a youth program because I, um, for those who don't know, um, suicide is the top is in the top five um, leading um, deaths in the U.S. Wow. Um, and I believe that it's number two, um, and it's most common um, with ages ten through thirty-four. It starts wow. middle school, so um, when. I read up on that and Mm -hmm. when um, I started, you know, speaking on it and, you know, people started inviting me on shows and stuff like that, it was really like tearing me up because we got 10 year olds killing 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 themselves, killing Killing themselves themselves. and it's suffering in silence. And so it just made me even more passionate about the organization um, that I founded. Um, I'm also in school. I am a graduate student. I am a social worker. Um, an MSW program at Grand Valley State University. Period. Um, let's see what else. I also do motivational speaking on the side. Period. Um, all that and so forth. So that's my little gas up. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Um, and that's just that's just that's just like a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. That's not even all of it. You know this what I'm saying? Just being humble. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is just her being humble. I'm She's been a humble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, what? Okay, because I need to pick your brain real quick. Because this is because this one right here is 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 a doozy. You know, and 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 that was the thing because I could go at it from so many angles, Lala. Like I could go at this from so many angles, and one of the angles that I took was the toxic masculinity, Hmm. hyper masculinity angle, in which we as men, as black men specifically, have not been taught how to show emotion. How to sit here and cry. We've always been told the narrative for most black men to all black men has been keep the household strong. Mm-hmm. Don't show your emotions. You don't show no feelings. You don't cry. It constitutes you guys as weak. Period. It constitutes you guys as weak or gay. Mm-hmm. You not don't date no man. Mm-hmm. Period. Right? And when you have rhetoric like that, that has been spoken into our community, this does, this, when I see stories like this, this doesn't surprise me, but it still shocks me at the end of the day. Like, it doesn't surprise me that people are bullying this man because nobody is sitting here trying to change the narrative for real. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, we can sit here and say, let's change the narrative. But are we really sitting here going into your families, Mm -hmm. right? Because we sitting here thinking, oh, we got to change other people's kids. No. Mm -hmm. Are you going into your families Mm -hmm. and changing the fucking rhetoric? Mm -hmm. That's your culture starts, your family. We have so many fucking mentors around here talking about, yeah, I want to change this kid's life. I want to change this kid's life. I want to change this kid's life. That's fine and that's good. That's well and fucking dandy. But are you doing the same thing in your family house? Are you doing it with your aunties? Are you doing it with your uncles? Are you doing it with your cousins? Are y'all continuously keeping that rhetoric going or are y'all really changing the narrative in your household? Are you doing it for likes? Are you doing it? Just to make sure that the black community, your community, your family moves forward. 
I don't, I don't, I, I don't get surprised, but I always get shocked. Mm-hmm. I always get shocked because now I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's 2019. It's, <laughs> we, it's 2019, fam. Mm-hmm. Y'all mad at a, y'all mad really? Y'all must be sucking dick. <laughs> like, I. <laughs> And that's what I said on the show. Like, oh do y'all know? Like, most of y'all that are that are that are spilling this hatred of rhetoric, this this hate this hate rhetoric. Most of y'all know that y'all probably y'all celebrities be doing this shit, right? You just can't see it. Mm-hmm. Probably most of y'all do this shit. Y'all just don't say nothing. But my nigga, a nigga that's out and doing it, have living his best life. <laughs> y'all want to sit here and go down his throat? And damn near helped us literally accessory to murder. How I look at it, it is. You're an accessory to murder. It is. You literally drove this man to kill himself Mm -hmm. for loving somebody who he wanted to love. Now, see if somebody says something about your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Oh shit! It's a tear up moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't say shit about my man, nigga. You don't say shit about my bitch, nigga. They, you know they're going to say bitch, too. Yeah. yeah. So, Lala, break this down for me. How, uh, <laughs> like, what, 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 what dynamic, where is the disconnect between the straight community and the black community? The straight, let's put, let, you know what, let's just call it like we call it. The straights and the gays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is the fucking disconnect? Where do, you, where do you think the disconnect lies? Um, I think that's um, and that's say, a multifaceted question because yeah. it's, it's so it's so many. But where would you take it? I would say I would take it to the root, which would be the root of insecurity within ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at it from a perspective from a deeper level versus right. like, okay, this person is living their life the way they the way that they want to live their life. Um, but speaking on the people that has bullied this man, that has attacked this man, that is um, really coming for him and what he's doing, I want to say that it's a root that steers back to insecurities within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel like you have to attack somebody else's life, um, I really feel like um, that you're personally going through something that you feel like you have to comfort somebody else right. and what they're doing and stuff like that. So I think the root is insecurity. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I, that's a, that's a real, it's, it's, it's a great a, question. Yeah, it's a great question. It's I a tough one. I still am wondering what's the disconnect between um, LGBTQ and um, people who are heterosexual I'm, I'm sorry, the heterosexual yeah. community. Let me be. Let me be politically correct. Okay. <laughs> it's straight, still the same thing. You know what I'm but... saying, but you know, you know how they be. You know, this is a hypersensitive community. You know, what I'm hypersensitive. Hypersensitive. You know, I'm sensitive as hell, but they hypersensitive. I'd be like, God damn, nigga, I'd be crying when I get out of war, nigga. Y'all be crying when somebody just, just. Bye. <laughs> My whole thing is because I want to attack you from like, like I said, I can go. It's so, can, it's so I, many, I can, you can attack this at so many angles. angles, yes. And like, as I was reading the story, um, I think the first angle I want to attack you from is the faith-based angle mm-hmm. um, that was in the story. Um, some of the bullying came from people who disagreed with his lifestyle mm. and are religious. There's a difference between religion and spirituality and your religious people, <laughs> We're attacking this man. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, I saw, and I'm going to start off like this, and I'm going to just let y'all know, this is after dark, and I have no filter as well. Period. So I'm just letting you guys know. I'm First of all. a lot of unpopular opinions. Let me just say this. The opinionated <laughs> brother is always, I always tell y'all it's explicit content, first of all. <laughs> okay and i don't mean explicit content like oh i'm about to sit here and talk about porn and titties and pussy all day but i say explicit content because i'm a sailor there's unpopular opinions i am the buzz killer i am not here to sit here and and, and agree with you we can agree that's fine but know that i'm going to talk about shit that you probably don't want to hear that you probably don't want to talk about that needs to be heard 
And this story needed to be heard because I only seen a few people post it on their social media and I was not going to let this shit go untouched. Not again. Go ahead, Chantel. I get So I saw this quote and I actually got it in front of me right now and it's crazy because I feel like it go perfectly with this and I'm speaking specifically to my also quote unquote loving Christians. Um, <laughs> um, the quote is don't judge, some, don't judge someone just because they sin differently from me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, mm, say that again. Don't don't judge someone just someone because they sin differently from you. Because they sin differently. From yes. Mm. So oh, again, unpopular opinion based off my faith alone. Um, based off my faith alone, the Bible does says heterosexuality. I mean, not heterosexuality. Homosexuality is a sin. Right. Um. However, I feel like. The Christian community, religious people often put homosexuality um, above other sins. Um, above that, other sins. They put that like one Literally, of the major sins. Top five. Major <laughs> sins. Forgetting that no sin is greater than the other. Right. Forgetting they got that. a top five sin. <laughs> Forgetting that no sin is greater than the other. That's what and I'm... so my thing is... It hurt my heart that to hear that, um, and I'm gonna say my community because I am Christian. I do claim that faith. I I am a believer, a strong believer. If anybody knows me, it hurt mm-hmm. my heart that Christians mm-hmm. helped mm-hmm. drive him mm-hmm. to suicide. Mm-hmm. And I stand on God. I mean, Jesus. When Jesus came, he preached out of love. Yeah, preached out of love. For those who don't know, you just sat with different groups. He sat with the murderers. He sat with the LGBTQ community. He sat with the prostitutes. He sat with literally everybody. It's yes, in the Bible, came, too. Bro. Yes, he came to confront. <laughs> however, he taught with love. Yep. At the end of the day, it didn't matter what you... It didn't matter... Um, it didn't matter who you were or what you were going through in that moment. His love always brought people back into alignment always brought back to alignment so he went about those things differently and there's also a story in the bible where literally a whole community literally tried to stone this woman who was a prostitute or whatever jesus came in like i got the scripture let me pull it up i can't ready (laughs) y'all jesus came in and saved her and was like let me see where is this scripture i screenshotted that boy um it literally come from John 8, 7. Like, he told them, let him let him who is without sin cast the first stone. Come on now. Literally. Come on now. Come on now. Literally. That's how God came out. That's how Jesus came at it. And for people who are, quote unquote, out here to save souls and everything like that, but is going about it the wrong way and is literally driving people to uh suicide i forgot how to pronounce it suicidality mm-hmm. um is going about it the wrong way so that's what hurt me the most and i just want to personally say that christians we gotta get it together first of all um again going back to that quote don't judge me because i sin differently for you because if you want to be real okay he was living his life at the same time, and I'm, I'm not afraid to share my life. At the same time, if you want to judge him for being homosexuality, being homosexual, whatever, being in love with a transgender woman, um, I can judge different quote unquote Christians that judge people that didn't know that that y'all didn't know that was a sin, huh? Judging mm. is a sin. Mm. Or I can come over here and say that, oh, you drinking, you smoking, that's a sin. You know, multiple things are sin, but I don't understand why we constantly and not quit. even smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, yeah. So, I'm just like, just in, mm. just in general, like it's just it, it just really disheartening, and so that alone really like pissed me off, and I really think that um, the religion, the Christian community, really need to go back to um, preaching out of love, teaching out of love. Um, it should never went that way. Um, we the Christian uh the faith based community Christian community shouldn't have bullied him like that. Absolutely. Period. Not. Absolutely. Period. Not. Period. Absolutely not. So that was my first that's the first thing I thought about. Secondly, I cannot get off my mind 
how we love to pick and choose what we like to bring awareness to, what we like to talk about, and everything like that. Talk that shit. And I want to say, and for example, we can talk about, and there's nothing wrong with talking about the things, different things that I'm about to bring up because Revive talks about it because these things need to be, we need to bring awareness to these things. But for example, we can talk about police brutality. We just got comfortable talking about that, but we don't want to talk about the crime that is happening within our own community. We don't want to talk about black people killing each other. We don't mm-hmm. want to talk about the drama. We don't want to talk about the cattiness. We don't want to talk about the stupidity, ignorance that is happening, them feeding into um um institutions um that's leading us to kill each other we don't want to talk about we don't want to talk about we we're comfortable with talking about education but we don't want to talk about rape culture mm. when rape culture happened all day every day within colleges within middle schools within elementary and all of that within families within friends and everything like that we want to talk about physical illnesses um, you know, heart attacks and, you know, uh, strokes and, you know, different things like that. But we don't want to talk about um, 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 bipolar disorder. We don't want to talk about schizophrenia. We don't want to talk about suicide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really disheartening that we like to pick and choose what we put to the forefront when literally everything, literally it's hard to talk about one thing without talking about another thing. Oh, yeah, of course. And so my thing is, why is it so hard to talk about suicide? Why is it so hard? Well, when probably... it's definitely an epidemic right now. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, it's been an epidemic, but like, why is it so hard for people to sit up here and have a, a conversation about somebody who was really experiencing something, somebody who was really going through something and going off track a little bit y'all never know what somebody is going through mm-hmm. y'all don't know what that man was going through in his personal life y'all don't even know what brought him to um 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 y'all don't know what that man was going through in his personal life y'all don't know that specific relationship y'all don't know what that mm-hmm. woman was going through yeah thanks at all you know what i'm saying so i feel like <clears throat> Why is it that we like to pick and choose what we like to bring awareness to? Why is it that we like to pick and choose what we like to talk about? And why is suicide something that we sweep under the rug? Well, I can't answer all those questions because I ain't Jesus nor God. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like one thing would be. Um, I just think as a as a collective, uh, those are topics that probably happen in a lot of. A lot of communities, not just white, not just black, but a lot of communities, um, and proud. And then we have to we have to look at that during the social media era, everything is a trending topic, and it, and it, and it hates to be. It, it sucks to sit here and say like, well, that topic doesn't get talked about because it is such a trending topic. But at the same time, you kind of have to bring that into in, a, in effect because everything is suicide awareness suicide awareness but are you really bringing awareness to suicide are you really bringing this to suicide now it's like or are you really bringing awareness to this cause right Mm -hmm. so you know and everybody starts organizations but are you really bringing awareness to the cause right and why people don't really talk about it is because some people most people aren't intentional with their shit Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I also think that factor into it is because it's an action that's and I don't like the word commit because I don't think I don't look at suicide as a crime per se. Like when you say commit, you're think you're 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 constituting it as a crime. Um, I really honestly think that suicide is something that is mental illness. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so I don't like saying that commit, but like how society looks at it, it's an action that you commit against yourself. Yeah. So therefore you killed yourself. That's something that's on you. Like you decided yeah. that you would take your own life out. Yeah. And that's and that's and when you actually that is a better way of saying it. Like just saying you don't want to say commit, but he he or she and then it's even worse when you say they killed themselves. It's even worse when they say so it's like it's not a great it's not a great there's there's no way there's no great way of saying hey this person died 
by their own hand. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no there's no great way in saying it. But I think we have to be a lot more empathetic when we hear these types of stories, because to Chantel's point, we don't know what that person was going through. You don't know what type of psychological trauma. Um, There's people walking on eggshells yes, every day. Every and I day. know this for a fact because for those who don't know and for those who are new listeners, I am a suicide survivor. So, like, before I attempted suicide, I was literally walking on eggshells all day, every day because I am a person that has experienced a lot of trauma in my life. I am a child abuse survivor. Um, Even after that, like going through rape, going through sexual assault, going through multiple things that has caused me to, um, um, that has uh, uh, had an effect on my mental, um, caused me to want to just end it all. So you never know what a person is going through. You're you saying one thing can send that person off the edge. Off the like edge. off the edge. Off the edge. Like I remember moments that I would <clears throat> walk or walk to class or whatever like that. Or like moments where like I would just be doing my thing or whatever like that. I remember I I remember the day like I like attempted suicide. And I almost got into a physical altercation. That, like, that's what set me off. My physical altercation was like the icing on the cake. Like, it literally, like, struck something in me. And I was just like, you know what? It, it's always something. All this other stuff. I feel like life and my people and my friends and my family would be better off without me. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, it, it's so disheartening that we have insensitive people in this world yeah. that will talk about somebody bully somebody in the minute when they don't know what they're specifically going through there are so many people suffering in silence there's so many things that are going behind going on behind closed doors especially with families especially with um especially with i know um some people um attempted or succeeded at suicide because of their health issues or because or bringing it back to the lgbtq community it's already harder for um these people to know for those who don't know i'm an ally it's already hard for this group alone to walk through life and and live their life but they have to walk on eggshells every day because people are getting killed because they are a part of this community. Now, like I said, I have my own, um, 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 I have my own, you know, views about it. However, at the end of the day, I'm a person that loves. I'm a person that tries my hardest not to judge. I'm a person that um, that looks at you as a human being. Mm-hmm. Respect should just come off the fact that you are a human being alone. You know what I'm saying? So like, it should. <laughs> you are. You should off a human being just because you're a human being alone. So like, it's really disheartening to see people mm-hmm. attack you like that. And one of the things I read in this story was this man was from Philadelphia. Shout out to the neighbors. You know, you know, I got to touch. Shout out to the Philly. Where we from? Where we from? This man is from Philadelphia. Where we from? Or this couple's from Philadelphia. Where we from? You get killed for being a part of the LGBTQ community. And that's what they said in the article. And I'm like, bro, I can relate to this. I can definitely relate to this because um, I've seen, like, not actually seen the killings, but I've lived in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is one of those cities where, um, the L- there's a lot of people from the LGBTQ community. Right. So, um, you get killed based off, quote unquote, um, um, being from that community, or if you're going back to um, hyper masculinity and all this other stuff, if you're that alone, mm-hmm. you're getting bullied there. Right. Right. So, it's, it's really. It's sickening. It's sickening. Yeah. And then the fact that we have to go through it in silence, and then it's, it's just really disheartening. Like, it's so sad. It's so sad. It is. And um, 
that's really how I felt when I read the story. I'm not surprised. That's why I said I'm not surprised at this story. One, it's from Philly. I kind of, you know, we, we in, in most neighborhoods like Philadelphia, in most black hood, rural neighborhoods, if you are any type of gay or LGBTQ, it, it's, it's harder for you, even when you're black. I think it's a little yes. bit. I think it's a yes. lot more hard. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And I think now we have to understand that we as a community need to do better protecting our own. Mm-hmm. Period. Now, there are a lot. And this is why I said you got to check your families. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because what y'all don't want to sit here and say is that you have LGBTQ fa- uh, family members in your family. Okay. Some of you have studs. Some of you have just lesbian sisters in your, in your family. However, they're still lesbians. Some of you have drag queens in your family. Some of you just have men that are gay. Hey, they're still gay, mm-hmm. right? But if you're the one that's bullying the same, the, the, the same people that you have in your motherfucking family, you need to check yourself. There's, there's, there's needs to be a check at the door with you, mm-hmm. especially if you like, if you, if you quote unquote cool with them, mm-hmm. if you sit here, you know, if they done got big and you sit here, yeah, that's my cousin, that's my deep, 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 and nobody want to hear all that bullshit because you weren't there for them when you never was really shooting in the gym, mm-hmm. for real, for, literally shooting in the gym, mm-hmm. and they had to say duck. I want to ask you a question. So this this got brought up to my mind, and I'm sure people were talking about this too. And this is um, another thing that people think about uh, individuals who either attempted or succeeded at suicide. Do you think individuals who attempt or succeed at suicide are selfish? That's one of the debates. That. I don't like that. That um, I don't like that. that comes to the forefront when somebody like attempts I I, I, or come or uh succeed at suicide personally mm-hmm. i personally fuck that mm-hmm. i i whoever made that up mm-hmm. that sounds like white man rhetoric to me that that all that sounds like is white man rhetoric to me you sound you're being selfish so little johnny that took his life right little white johnny okay mm-hmm. Who couldn't take it no more at 14, took his life. That's selfish? You gonna tell that mother and that father that's selfish? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because this boy right here took his life. That's not selfish. Mm-hmm. That's not that's that's not being selfish. He wouldn't have took his own life probably if he didn't get bullied to the point where he had to. Mm-hmm. Is that now? It could be selfish on some terms for some people, because mm-hmm. we don't all know the implications of shit. Mm-hmm. But from the outside looking in, from the viewpoint of everything, this doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. And most suicides that happen don't really look like it's a selfish act or a selfish thing. Mm-hmm. It look like it, it. It looks like they've been pushed to the edge. And most of the time, it's social media. Mm-hmm. It's a cyberbullying shit. And people really think that. I think that's where it probably came from. Oh, you feel selfish. Well, first of all, if you did not grow up in the social media era, I need y'all to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm so serious. Everybody grew up in their own era where they have experienced some type of tra- trauma. This is right now where we... And our generation and the generation past us are experiencing fucking trauma in the in, in the form, in the realm of social media and the internet. You old motherfuckers just can't understand that. And when I say you old motherfuckers, listen to me good. I mean all of you old motherfuckers. I mean it all because y'all are the ones that are sitting here saying... <laughs> Oh, you're selfish. No, bitch. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Have you asked? Have you sat somebody down and said, hey, how's your day going? Hey, are you okay? A simple smile would do something. Like, y'all are so out of tune 
Y'all want to be out of tune with our generation so much that you don't even know what the fuck is going on. And when somebody sits here and tells your old dumb ass, <laughs> you look stupid. Well, yeah. Did you do your homework? And this is why I sit here and say you can attack this from so many angles, but I'm not. All I'm going to sit here and say is we have to do better. Mm-hmm. I personally think like I can. I feel like I can play devil's advocate on like both ends. I feel like I can understand um, the perspective of why people would think that we um, would be selfish for and act like that. Um, most often people be like, oh, you're not thinking about your family. You're not thinking about, you know, the people that you're leaving behind. You're not thinking about the things that mm-hmm. you're leaving behind. You're not even, you're not thinking about this. You're not thinking about that. But most people don't think about, don't know the mindset. And so I'm going to break down the mindset of a person, of a victim of suicide. Most often when a person is contemplating suicide, their first thought is this world will be better off without me because it's something about me that this society don't like Mm -hmm. that it's something about me that this person or that person over there that keeps bullying me is obviously me Mm -hmm. so therefore i need to eliminate myself Mm -hmm. those are our thoughts Mm -hmm. so it it, i don't believe those are selfish though yeah that's exactly exactly people don't understand the mindset of and that's, a person the, that's like, suicidal but that's our first that's the first thought that comes to mind right. or at least that was my experience right, like right. when <clears throat> i was going through my uh bs or whatever like my first thought was my family gonna be better off without me you know the people gonna be better off without me like i don't feel loved where i'm at i don't feel I don't feel like I'm wanted. I don't feel like appreciated. I feel devalued by right. my peers. I feel devalued by my family. I feel devalued by my uh, intimate partner. Like I feel, de- I just feel devalued. I feel unworthy. Like it's me. It's obviously me because these things keep happening to and me. And people really say that they're selfish. People say that even selfish. and see even even when you breaking it down to me like that, that does not sound selfish to me. That's a that sounds like somebody who has been pushed to the breaking point by society, yes. by outside forces, whether yes. that is a person, an entity, people, whatever, mm-hmm. that is outside and that are literally just coming into your personal space. And what we don't understand is, first of all, mental health is a thing. Okay? Say it again. Mental health is a thing. But what <laughs> we won't do and what I'm cont- oh, what I've been hating is that y'all like using mental health as, of course, a trending topic. And of course, y'all are sitting here saying, y'all are blaming everything on mental health cases. Just like I talked about in this episode past, woman, uh, the, 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 the story I shared on Facebook about the woman getting probation because she uh, killed the baby in a daycare mm-hmm. for, for noosing it up, mm-hmm. damn near trying to run over two people and then trying to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Now, when we and, and this is how I explained it. I said that right there ain't mental health. That's a bitch who just damn near fucked up. And now she want to kill herself because I don't want to. OK. Um, now, that's what happened there. This one is so totally different because this man was pushed to a breaking point. He was probably pushed to a like we don't know how many comments, negative comments negative reception negative probably from his own family his man was defending his relationship ever since he was with Bruh. the woman like just put yourself in this man's shoes having to defend yourself every day all day having to having to guard yourself every day all day not to mention the fact the environment that you come from where they don't even set people from the lgbtq community where you literally get killed for killed you get killed in philadelphia for that you get and I'm not even people. from Philly, never seen Philly, but I can just I've I've seen enough movies that have been in Philly to know, especially I believe the I don't know if the wire was based in Philly, but it was based somewhere around that motherfucker. But listen, okay, just like Philly, like I said before, there's a lot of hoods out here that do not do that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rural urban communities. That sit here, and when you go into them deep urban communities, they don't play that bullshit. It's hyper masculine. Mm-hmm. It is hyper masculine. It ain't no the, the feminine goes to the women, not masculine go to the men. And if you in the middle, you gotta be, you gotta piece the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And that type of listen, you don't even gotta like it. Mm-hmm. 
You don't have to. Mm. You ain't got to like that shit. But, bruh, you black, I'm black. Mm. The transgender woman, probably next to me, black. Transgender man, black. Gay man, uh, gay woman, black. We still getting killed out here. Mm-hmm. We still getting killed out here. And it's and it's not just by our own. It's, it's really by these white men. They don't give a fuck about what you are. They going to hurt you worse mm-hmm. if you gay and black. Not just black. Like, they going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But they going to hurt you worse if they know that. What? So, to me, it's like, yo, why are we sitting here so... Why are we attacking each other so much? I think it's both. I think it's... Um... I think it's your white man. I also think, and speaking about the black community, I also think it's within our own community too. Go, piggyback, um, going back to the couple, um, again, having to defend themselves. So yes, they had to defend themselves, you know, from white people who, you know, are automatically like killing us off because of racism and all the other stuff that is happening in society today with that. However, like, again, going back to we don't unpopular, we don't like to talk about what's happening within our own community. He's getting it from every angle, every corner. So here we go. He dealing with racism. Here he go dealing with stuff because he's LGBTQ. And then you go back to your own community where you're not even accepted as well. Yeah. Let's be real, black people. You're not even accepted as well. Yeah, no. Probably wasn't even accepted by his family. No. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're literally catching it probably, from every probably angle. Not. This yeah. man or this couple in general, both of them, um, especially the woman, you know, that, you know, that I can is transgender. Yeah. Um, like, you're catching it from every angle, every corner. You don't got to break. Like, you, that's trauma. Every day, all day trauma. You're being triggered all day, every day. Put yourself in this couple's shoes. No, Put yourself in the mind of a person that is suicidal or the person that's going through a mental illness and stuff every day. They don't catch a break. That's not something that you can just shake off. Trauma no. is not something that you can just shake off. Yeah. Any type of trauma. They were going through different types of trauma. Yeah. So, like, it's, I feel like it's unfair. And, um. I feel like it's unfair to, and then, like I say, going back to the point where, you know, people, you know, say be selfish, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it's unfair to even say that or even to say, because my, I remember my brother told me we had a debate about it. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing that bad to make you want to kill yourself. Well, tell the mama that's over wow. in a third world country that got, that's uh, getting, uh, tell the women in third world countries that's getting babies ripped out of them or raped. 24 7 or is involved in genocides and all that tell them that right or tell the individual or tell the 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 um son that's getting raped by a past or tell the little boy that's getting raped by a pastor mm. on the low low mm. on the low low mm. that ain't nothing that is Talk nothing that it. bad we or you ain't ready to have that conversation mm. Or tell, you know what I'm saying? It's so many things that happen. It's so easy to say, ain't nothing that bad to make you want to kill yourself Mm. when you're not the person that's living that life. No, legit. That's living that life. Talk about it. And it's just so interesting to me that people love to always have their opinions when talk about it yeah to have their opinions when they don't know talk about it when they don't know so it's just mind-boggling it's sickening to me it's sickening it's sickening and i really wish as people we had more um empathy i really wish that instead of looking at um what they're doing i really wish that we could start focusing on switching the focus to like Ty said, like, why aren't we um, looking at our fellow brothers and sisters? And when I say brothers and sisters, I mean everybody because mental illness, mental illness, suicide don't have an identity. So I'm talking about us as a whole. I'm talking about white people. I'm talking about African-Americans. I'm talking about Asian-Americans, Native Americans, everybody, LGBTQ. Suicide, mental illness don't have an identity. So instead of bashing, attacking and all this other stuff, why aren't we walking down the street? And literally being aware of our surroundings, literally being aware of the individuals who don't even, you can tell when somebody, well, mm, I take that back because some people can hide mm-hmm. their pain well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people can hide their pain well, 
But why is it so hard for us to say, hey, how are you doing? Right. Why is it so hard for us to say, hey, are you good? Why is it so hard for us to send off a simple smile or give a simple hug? Like when those things often prevents um, um, suicide or prevents um, any feeling in that moment that they uh, may be feeling. Right. Or I wouldn't even say like prevent because that person can be going through a whole bunch of things, but it could help. Yeah. <laughs> it could help. Big facts. I know for me personally, a simple smile and a simple hug and a simple conversation helped me in the moments where I was just like, no, I yeah. just want to take myself out. Why is it so hard for people to do that? Like, it's just so frustrating. Yeah, we're living in a world people where... People want to mind their own business or people... Nah, they want to be up in people's People, people want to be in people's business, but people yeah. people like to pick and choose who business yeah, they, they want to be, be in. in. Don't want to look at the speck in their own Come eye. On now. They want to pick and choose what business they want to be in, who business they want to be in. Listen. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's sad. It's so sad. And then I can't even imagine, um, the loved one, the transgender woman, you know what I'm saying? Like it, community always helps. Community always helps when you're going through something like that. And I can't begin to like fathom her feelings right now. Um, somebody that she was very in love with and everything like that. He's no longer here. Already was Rest feeling alone and isolated in the world. The one person Jesus who defended Christ. her is now gone. And yeah. now she has to come up against um, individuals who are still insensitive. Man, to the fact. like so, really? Um, it's just like I can't. I just it's just, and I pray that she don't get, she don't you know attempt or succeed at suicide. Yeah. Um, I pray that it doesn't happen to her because I didn't even know that people were still going at it afterwards. Afterwards, that's blowing my mm. mind. Afterwards, still going at him. Still going at him. She has to sit here and read those comments. She has to sit there. She's already grieving. Are we that sick and insensitive, people? Mm-hmm. We're a hypersensitive, insensitive. Want to be up in everybody's business, but want to mind our own type of type of community right now. And it's and it's and it's funny because I just look at I just look at this and be like, hmm, this is just a portion of the community. And if a portion of the community can do this, it's crazy. But um we're about to get out of here. But um I want I want Chantel to shout out this suicide walk that she's doing with 104.9. Uh so you guys are doing a suicide walk here mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. Um Talk to us more about it. What's 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 happening with you and Miyoshi over there? <laughs> so for those who don't know Miyoshi Thompson, she is the woman who um is over live chats. Um like you can listen to live chats on Magic Radio 104.9, uh Grand Rapids Radio. Um that radio show is very it's so amazing because she talks about those uncomfortable things. She brings people on the show to attack topics like suicide and so forth. Um so me and her came together because everything we love collaboration, you know, power is in unity, power is in um, community. We came together. Um, the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention is actually putting on the walk in Grand Rapids is September 15th. Registration starts at 11. The walk actually starts at 1. Um, we are walking um, to bring awareness to the fact that um, this is an epidemic and I'm tired of people. We are tired of people and those who are very passionate about the topic alone are tired of individuals, um, attempting or succeeding at suicide. And we're not talking about it and we're not doing nothing about it. And we're not, and people don't want to put it to the forefront. So I feel like this is definitely, um, that's what that's about. So again, the suicide walk is September 15th um registration starts at 11 um the actual walk starts at one our group is called hug and revive hug and revive yes um 
if you are interested in joining our team, we have, is myself, Miosha, and we have two more individuals and we're looking for more people to walk with us. Feel free to walk with us. We are trying to raise $2,000 for the foundation alone. We haven't gotten anybody to donate to the cause yet and we would love for you guys to donate to the cause. That's why we're spreading the word. We would love for you guys Period. to donate to the cause. If not, that's fine. Um, at least support some way, somehow, you know, at least, you know, reach out, tell us your thoughts, something, say something. Um, because you never know your own friend or your own person, family member can be, you know, contemplating suicide and you never know. So, um, definitely that's what that is. And I hope you guys, you know, donate, join us both, whatever you want to do, but it's for a great cause. And I feel like, and we feel like that awareness needs to be brought up to trying. this topic. Tried to so. fucking, I tried to get, close the window for the fucking training, of course, every time. But you know what? Listen. And I, uh, not to cut you off too, and I don't know why I'm feeling led to, um, to, I just want to say that, um, for those who aren't familiar with the signs of a person who is going through a mental illness or a person who is contemplating suicide, um, I want to go through the signs a little bit. If, so some of the signs would be, um, if a person is isolated, um, if a person is very anxious, um, if a person is very jittery, if you find a person sleeping a lot, if a person is acting out of character, and what I mean acting out of character, if this person is a happy person and all of a sudden you see this person maybe angry all the time, snappy, um, and so forth, um, um, uh, it can cause you to be physically sick. Um, I want to say that other signs um, may be, um, uh, not quotes, but maybe sayings like if you hear somebody saying like i i know for me personally i used to say a lot you know i just want to go to sleep i just want to go to sleep if you hear somebody saying that red flag okay you want to go to sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean or i don't want to live anymore red flag stop that person right there right. what you mean you don't want to live anymore so those are some of your things i want to also say encourage you all to um, educate yourselves about mental health in general about mental illnesses in general, and I don't mean just suicide, I mean bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, depression, I have a PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, is very severe, so like really educate yourselves about those different things that um, comes from trauma, educate yourselves about trauma alone, different things that will be considered as trauma, right. that will help us as well, so even if, even if you don't want to donate or walk with us for um, um, the suicide awareness event, at least take it upon yourself to educate yourselves about what we talked about today and really um, digest what we were talking about on the show and really sit and think about it. Um, I really hope and pray that you guys become more empathetic um, in this on this topic. Well, amen. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, and we're going to leave it off with that because I have nothing else to say about that. Um, yeah, so make sure that you are following us on all platforms. Listen, the opinion brother podcast, we got everybody coming through on the show, okay? Okay. We ain't got no murders and killers. Okay. We might. You know what I'm saying? Pass it. But you know. No killers, no push. But don't push. Don't, don't, don't. But no, we have everybody, you know, I try to have everybody who's, you know, doing something that 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 is 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 doing something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um I just love how my friends are just so educated about this stuff. And I just let them talk. You know what I'm saying? Just let them let, let them have uh, have that moment to just, you know, talk talk their shit and talk what needs to be said. So I thank Chantel for coming through and just, you know, giving us her piece on, you know, this whole story and everything that's been going on, you know, with this. So I appreciate you, Chantel. Can I talk um, about my social media? Yeah. So we do have a Twitter, we do have a Facebook, and we do have an Instagram. Twitter would be um, at RMO underscore Inc. Um, our Instagram is lowercase RMO underscore lowercase Inc. And then our Facebook is basically the same thing. So just follow us on all of those things. Um, definitely we'll keep you updated about suicide awareness events. Our program that is currently under construction, we are launching our website as well. Um, we are looking for partnerships, collaborations, because that's what we do as well. Like I said, power is in 
collaboration powers and unity, solidarity, all that and, and above. So if you are an organization or if you are an individual who is passionate about mental health or is passionate about this topic of suicide or anything or want to just talk about something that is uncomfortable that you feel like you need to get out and you feel like it's burning deeply in your soul to talk about and it's a real issue that you feel like people don't talk about revive is that place to come to and we can partner up and we can we can do this we can do this so follow us on our social medias please i'll have all her social media in the description below as well (laughs) all right so make sure um you follow us on all social medias as well y'all know the links and everything like that i'll have them all below uh, make sure you're subscribing to us on all platforms of a podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Stitcher Radio, Twitter Radio, um, and listen to us on our website, at, uh, at, or my website, our website, because it is ours, you know what I'm saying? So listen to our website at www.tyronzahicks.com, that's www.tyronzahicks.com, all right? You can check out all of our past and previous episodes on uh all the platforms all right so we will be back next week with episode 96 of the opinionator of the podcast and we are out of here peace out in the lamp so no one's gonna know no one's gonna know and we out of here bye